0: What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And be sure to check out accessandblades.com for even more guitar content. There is a bunch more stuff coming there and actually to the YouTube channel as well in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned. Um, I know there's not been as much stuff coming the last kind of couple of weeks. Um that's largely because I've been working on that other article project, which has been pretty intensive um in certain ways and getting interrupted by all the craziness of last year and this year but um working on that has kind of uh, meant i've had to slow some of the stuff down on the video editing and the articles um but they're coming um there'll be stuff coming this week stuff coming next week as well um and some exciting stuff which i won't talk about yet coming out as well which is really really cool so anyway be sure to stick around on there for a bunch more info especially focusing on kind of cool guitars unique guitars and luthier made custom made boutique whatever you want to call them small builder made guitars as well that you might not see anywhere else um, because that's what I love to focus on and kind of guitars with a big story behind them as well speaking of which i want to highlight a couple today because uh i was kind of thinking about relicking and no not relic guitars as in getting into the uh, whole debate i'm going to spare you that as to whether relic guitars are make you a, a phony or, or they're or they're lame or they're the coolest thing ever and they're a great way to have vintage appeal and you know i don't know i feel like um uh, you know, that argument is is uh well worth having and can be interesting, but I feel like in some ways the market slightly settled it because I just feel like we see so many relic guitars around at the moment. Uh I keep talking about the trends for 2021. Um seeing in the stuff released so far, I'm not seeing a huge amount more stuff being Relic. I don't know if that's kinda gonna gonna like die out the relicing thing. But kind of adjacent to relicking is obviously part of relicing is um Aging guitars and, and aging guitar parts in certain ways. Now aging kind of comes with it a bit more of a subtle sense than relicing because relicking and I think this is the most controversial kind of part about relicing that gets people kind of riled up is the stuff where it looks like you've really dragged the guitar behind like a, a car or maybe one of those big trucks that grits the roads when there's ice and snow looks like you kind of had it tied to the back of that for like a good hundred miles you <laughs> know you know they really go to town on like the relicking and uh some of it's not that subtle i guess if it's going to be there if you're going to do it go all out on it and make it noticeable to people so they know what they're getting into and it doesn't just look like a guitar that someone's kind of dinged up a bit you know you don't want it just to look like a secondhand guitar right it's supposed to look vintage supposed to look very old and very road worn as in being out on the road not necessarily dragged along it but hey you know sometimes those two apparently look kind of the same um You know, and that's what a lot of people argue about is like, you know, how many even vintage guitars actually look this age? Like, you know, from a a full-time touring musician for decades, it can get like this. But, you know, how how often just you see them look like this? Um, And so aging can sometimes take over for the word, which rather than like the mass-produced relicking we've seen on guitars, including at every price point, um, aging can kind of go into... Um, the more subtle things and the more uh, kind of very scientific or, or very labor intensive genuinely not just in a marketing sense process of doing kind of vintage or specific model accurate aging so for example Gibson had like a whole term for it I can't be bothered trying to remember what it was but in the Gibson custom shop they had like a whole term for like the team that was doing the aging process and they had a whole name for the aging process or it's like something project or something like that even like it was a whole thing when they started doing the aging process and you know they would r- release uh like versions of someone's serial numbered vintage gibson so some of these were from like famous artists and they do stuff like that based on a famous artist but some of these were just based on um really nice examples of vintage guitars and they would essentially get that person's guitar um that you know vintage whatever it was whatever year it was les paul or something and they'd go through it and meticulously try to recreate the parts of it without damaging it kind of put it all keep it all seamless and together and stuff but would use that to then copy that and came up with their own processes for doing age accurate recreations. And i think that did also include going into like trying to get the pickups as close as possible and i think those are like the ten thousand dollar kind of custom shop les pauls and stuff. i think they're crazy um But, you know, that whole process, a lot of that was um, developing techniques for aging guitars realistically to match the aging on all those instruments. Again, still controversial. You can still absolutely go. That's even more stupid because at least relicking is something you can do on inexpensive guitars and therefore is not crazy time or labor intensive. You might as well just put it behind a car for a while and drag it. You know, they, they gouge out a bit here, they scrape off a bit here and then there you go. Um you know maybe you think it's even more ridiculous that kind of aging that's that's the more extreme way to go with aging but um generally it seems to be for the uh either go for vintage accurate or something that's more accurate to how the majority of a kind of vintage guitars look not necessarily with like a ton of you know the whole finish stripped off around the armrest and kind of like the fingerboard is looks like it's scalloped it's so divoted and if it's maple it's just like brown at this point uh, with the kind of marks on the frets and you know it's 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 um it's it's tends to be the more subtle way and tends to be reserved for the more expensive guitars as well which could give it a slightly poncy like i say marketing feel but i do find the idea of um aging interesting um yeah the Relic King has definitely got non-soul i do remember one time i was in a um guitar store with my dad a really big guitar store that had a ton of guitars and this was a couple of years ago when Relic King was there was like, you know, just a stupid, already a stupid number of Relic guitars. Um, and there were some guitars uh, from one brand, like an inexpensive brand. Um, and, uh, you know, there were there were a bunch from from more expensive ones as well. And my dad was noticing this, a bunch of these guitars are kind of dinged up. What's, is this like a thing now? And I was explaining it. And um, I went to point to the nearest example and midway through explaining what relicing was and saying, so with this, what they've done here probably is this. And then I kind of stopped and... For about 10 minutes, whilst also laughing, uh, me and my dad were trying to figure out whether this guitar was relicked or whether someone had actually just dropped it in the store because it wasn't subtle cracking of finish and kind of worn on the neck and all rounded and everything because that's very labor-intensive to do. It just had this, like, couple of little dings. The finish looked a little bit kind of worn in around some of the places, and then there was this big, like, kind of crack divot bit but the thing was it wasn't on like the bottom of the guitar where i feel like you would instantly go someone's dropped that someone's just taken out the stand and dropped it and put it back without telling someone um it was like right on kind of like above the pick guard on like a strat style guitar and it was just like it's a very how would you drop it or smack it against something hard enough to cause like the dent with the crack coming out of the finish on there in that exact way but also, if you were relicking a guitar, why would you do that to it? But then it had all these other little dings. So we we're trying to work out, I was trying to work out in the middle of explaining Relic, I was like, I've not picked a good example here, because I actually or maybe I have, this was the point, maybe I have picked a really good example of what relicing is and how stupid it is. You'll probably agree with me if you don't like relicking, you'll probably think, hey, that's a good example. But um for me, I was like, I've not picked a great example here because I'm trying to explain what relicing is and and Say how that's different from just buying a guitar that looks mangled up, and I was like, I actually can't tell which one this is. So you know, even if you love relicing, you've got to admit sometimes, especially on the cheaper ones, where it's not done in like the cleverest way, it's it gets a little farcical sometimes even if you even if you're really in a i feel like if you'd have been there you'd have loved this idea of, of there would have you could have got a whole group of us more and more of us coming in the store and go hey you come over, come here a minute mate what do you think about this and had, you could have had 20 of us standing there for a good couple of hours arguing back and forth with all of us going yeah i don't know i have no idea if that's relic <laughs> um you know not wanting to call over someone from the store in case they think you did it <laughs> just move on um no i mean it was right there on the front i'm sure they've noticed it so that also made me think maybe it was relic because you'd notice that but maybe they just thought like well that can stay on the floor and then if someone wants to buy one that can be the tester one and we'll get them a fresh one out the back so i don't know weird um so that, take from that story what you will. Interpret that how you will through your own lens of seeing relics or aged guitars of the fact that whilst using my example to try and explain what relicking was to someone, I then got in a model and uh, trying to figure out whether this guitar was actually <laughs> relic or someone had just freaking dropped it on the floor. Um, so there you go. Uh, i'm sure if you are of the opinion that relic guitars just look like guitars that someone's dropped on the floor and why the hell would you pay for that um then you then you'll love that story um but anyway um whilst that was really funny uh the aging thing i feel like at least you wouldn't necessarily have that kind of experience because it's usually more subtle obviously it can be kind of crazy labor intensive and extreme in the amount of time spent on it but usually the effect is far more subtle and it's clearly aids the kind of using heat uh, a cold and heat to crack the finish elements like that and that's why i think for me if we go into my personal opinion uh, don't hate relic guitars not been that attracted to them ever though just because uh for me i love having a brand new shiny guitar and i also love a guitar when it's aged a tiny bit and i also love the look of those guitars even though i've never put a guitar through hell enough to make it look like that that I have cracks and dents and things i have a guitar that I used to gig a bunch and actually does have um some pretty severe wear has some replaced parts on it because some stuff got broken um that all happened during gigging and rehearsing and that has that story to it and i love when guitars are aged and it has a story to it and some of the stories i can actually tell and be like that you know knob there looks different to the other ones and looks weird because i had to replace it because it felt you know you tell a story i love that um and I also love even without the story just looking at it uh i do love the aging of guitars and, and the relic guitars when it doesn't just look like a kind of job where someone's maybe just hit that with a hammer in the factory or just dropped it in the store and put it amongst the other relic guitars so the guys on the shop floor couldn't tell um you know it, if it doesn't look like that if it's done well Um, I, I, I still like the look, but for me, I just rather if I'm buying a new guitar and paying the price for that, um, I would rather have it look all shiny and new and then, you know, enjoy that while it can, while I can. And then, you know, I don't mind when it gets, you know, it can be annoying if you get your first big dent or something on a, on a brand new guitar, but you know, I don't mind then as it ages because that's part of what it is. And then I don't feel so precious about my guitars. I like to look after my guitar, but I don't feel precious about it. And it ages with me, It ages kind of naturally over time. And I still love looking at it and seeing it kind of start to wear and start to age as long as it's still really well taken care of. Like, I love to see that as well because um, not only telling the story, but I think it still has a cool look to it. I don't think the Relic guitars look dumb i don't think a vintage guitar looks terrible and oh, i wish someone would just totally refinish it and make it look like new i i still really like the way it looks i like all stages of it you know i and that's actually how i prefer to be because then i don't feel precious about it when i'm playing it you know again want to take really good care of it but don't feel precious because i love every stage and so a really guitar just doesn't particularly interest me because I love how it looks when it's all brand shiny and new and stuff. Um I also love sometimes if you buy a second hand guitar and it just has a bit of worn inness and that can feel cool as well, but then you age it yourself, you know, just naturally through playing. It's cool. Um so that's for me. It's not really for me, it's not made for me, it's made for people who like have grown up admiring guitars that happen to look like that because they're vintage guitars and then that becomes part of your kind of in-your-head idea of what a super cool guitar looks like and then that's a cool thing that you've got vintage guitars you, know, to, uh, you don't have to go and try and <laughs> save up the money for that um, you can buy a relic guitar um well i wanted to shout out quickly today um like i said not kind of skirting the argument of relic or whatever that is and there's my two cents for whatever that's worth um Going on to the idea of aging being slightly more subtle, I do think that what looks better rather than the stuff which is really heavily reliced, is the stuff where they use the term aging and do all this subtle stuff, like I say, using heat and cold um, to crack the finish and go after that. While I'm not necessarily enough of a vintage, I'm not a vintage gear nerd really at all, um, so I don't necessarily get super excited about any individual piece that recreates a certain model or recreates that look that i've always wanted because like i say it's not really for me the craftsmanship and skill of it i find really impressive um of the more subtle aging whether it's kind of recapturing what a specific model looks like and recreating that or whether it's just generally going for a subtle aging to give the instrument a vintage feel i think that's really skillful and really cool and i also prefer the way it looks even though like i say i don't hate the way the relic guitars look i do prefer the way the kind of more subtly aged and accurately aged and you know um model accurate vintage accurate whatever aging processes look and so for me even though it's not my wheelhouse wouldn't be spending the money on these things um if you were to ask me which ones I prefer and which ones I look cool, it tends to be the more expensive ones. When it comes to Relict and aged guitars, I unfortunately have very expensive taste, But fortunately, I'm saved by the fact they're not really for me, so that's cool. But what I wanted to point out to you guys was a couple of names who I think do really cool work on this for you to go and check out if you're into uh, Relict and aging and seeing what I'm talking about. Personally, I just think like the when you get that from like Fender Custom Shop and like I say, the Gibson Custom Shop stuff, I think it looks miles better than the the aging done on less expensive models even when i say less expensive i even mean stuff that still costs quite a lot of money um you know expensive high-end guitars because they're high end in every way they may be made in the us or europe have high-end appointments but a heavily relict. you know i still think it looks good and they do a good job but i still think what looks even better is the subtle aging of these very expensive models from the gibson custom and fender custom um And I think that's great. But I wanted to throw out just a couple of names. There are lots, but a couple of names of people who are smaller builders who do amazing uh, vintage, really subtle aging finishes on their own guitars, but also have the pedigree of these are guys that do refinish work and um, work on vintage instruments because they are known for this, they have a reputation for this, and they are trusted by the people in their areas to bring them their vintage guitars, vintage Strats, vintage, uh, vintage Les Pauls, All of these things um, for finishing work, for touch-ups, for little things. They're trusted with vintage instruments. They know vintage instruments. They work with them. Um, And they really carry that on to their own models in a way which shows. Um, These guys do aging, which I myself was not super interested in aged guitars. Love their guitars. Love the way it looks and think it looks. It just has that cool, this guitar has been around feel and it's a brand new guitar again. My thing is more like I like it shiny and you, and to age it, if I was to go for an aged guitar, these are the guys I would look to. So, um, especially if you are into stuff which is after a specific kind of model, you're going to want to check out Panucci guitars. Panucci guitars from the Netherlands, Um Angelo is a really, really cool guy, really nice guy. He has some great designs of his own, which are super cool. Um, and there's a bunch of cool stuff that hopefully we'll talk about more on this podcast. Um, but his aging is super cool, super subtle elements to it. Very uh, kind of vintage and model accurate elements to his aging as well. If you love the look of like a, a single cut burst with that proper subtle aging. So, you know, from afar, it kind of still looks... Just looks kind of worn a little bit. You can't really even see any cracks or anything from from a little bit further away. There's no chunks and no divots, but then you get closer and you just kind of see that it's been loved. He's very good at getting that done on his models. Um, great, great, great stuff. And, you know, does some kind of like greeny kind of finishes on, on some single cuts as well. If you're into that and that kind of guitar porn, you're going to want to go and check that out. Um, another guy who you absolutely want to check out is um matthias from bass art guitars or bass art guitars in germany i've talked about uh his work before um also i've done a demo of one of his incredible guitars that was not aged um it was an absolute gorgeous guitar, stunning guitar, um, very different kind of finishing work, not not aged, but beautiful stuff on the Axis and Blades YouTube channel. And you can see a bunch of clips and photos of it as well. Uh, the DCAT model from Bass Art on uh, Instagram, Facebook and stuff. But um, his stuff is is absolutely fantastic. Again, I've also got some shots on the Instagram page on Axis and Blades and on Facebook of um, a kind of double cut junior model, junior kind of style model of... Um, it's in a beautiful yellow that has this subtle aging and I some close-up shots on there of like the finish cracking and stuff great example that was a beautiful guitar in person i hope my pictures kind of captured a little bit of it because really gorgeous aging on oh, no. those so that's just a couple of names i want to suggest for me i think who does the aging stuff or well, this includes the hardware aging which i think can be a cool thing like for me if you're not really into relicing and uh and heavy aging i know i know this is true for a bunch of other people too what can be cool is aged hardware because that doesn't necessarily look like it's trying to capture the look of a guitar that's aged it just has a different feel and look to it if you have a guitar that doesn't have other relicking on it but it's just uh with aged hardware i know some people who who are like super not into relicking but love aged pickups and stuff like that because they just have a different look it just looks like a different kind of finish as opposed to like nickel or chrome or anything so that's worth checking out um these guys do that and everything um and yeah for me, even though I'm not super into the whole thing, I think that the the expensive stuff just works way better for me, and so as well as you know the stuff you guys might be familiar with I thought I'd suggest a couple of names who um in the business and kind of in the smaller guitar player circles, guitar builder circles and stuff like that. Um, and in the like local areas where these guys are, these guys have an amazing reputation for nailing that. So if you are someone who loves this whole thing, who loves relicing, who loves aging, or maybe you don't and you want to see if you can be convinced, check out, um those guys there'll be links to that in the description below there will also be links to today's music suggestion because as always we finish with some music instead of just geeking out about gear some music for you guys to go and check out um i usually try and hit upon smaller bands and stuff and stuff you might not have heard of to kind of bring new music um sometimes it ends up on bigger stuff just because that's what i'm listening to and today something that's not as a kind of obscure as a lot of the tracks i've been trying to go to recently not as likely that you'll missed it although you know if you're not into the kind of scene and area these guys are from uh, i might not have heard it but i just this track just popped into my head today so i thought i would suggest it and i'm suggesting that you go and check out the final cut by coheed and cambria um obviously a kind of pink floyd reference in there one of the kind of many that are actually scattered throughout the code and cambria catalog and here as well as in the naming it's in the playing there's musical kind of callbacks and references the whole song even though it's darker and with much more sinister elements um in there you know of course there's actually very dark and sinister moments throughout the the floyd catalog but this has um a, a slightly more direct um Uh, kind of darkness to it in the overall atmosphere um, that that kind of sustains throughout the song Um, although again plenty of that in the Floyd catalogue it definitely pulls in in many ways from the Floyd catalogue and uh, the guitar soloing is why I want to bring this up the guitar soloing and the outro soloing this is the outro track of the album love it, great and there's like uh, kind of one of the solo parts takes this like obvious David Gilmour inspired guitar tone and it's like so enjoyable as a stupid guitar nerd geek it's like really tasty stuff musically anyway but when you're a guitar geek it gives you that extra little little bit of flavor a little bit of something to salivate over because it's just like oh there's the Gilmore tone you know comes in it's it's fun it's cool I love it it's like unnecessary amounts of soloing as well I love outro soloing it's just like you thought the album was done but I need to masturbate all over my fretboard for a while longer love it love it um so yeah link to that in the description as well um go and check that out go and check out panucci guitars go and check out uh bass art guitars um for the aging stuff um because it's awesome it looks awesome and i say that as someone who's not usually into that thing so go and check all that out listen to a bunch of music play a bunch of guitar as always take care of yourselves take care of one another and i will catch you all again tomorrow